You're going to want to hear this. Our next in-person mastermind is coming up and we're doing things a little differently. Tickets are available to everyone. No membership required. Picture this, a day and a half of learning, networking, and problem solving with like-minded law firm owners who are as passionate about building the best law firm possible as you are. We'll kick things off with a presentation from sales and marketing expert, Dave D. If you don't know Dave, be sure to go back to episode 605 of the Maximum Lawyer podcast to hear him share how lawyers can stand out in a crowded market. Following his keynote and Q&A are the Mastermind Hot Seats. Every attendee has the opportunity to dive deep into their business obstacles with their mastermind group and coach. There's nothing like the energy of being with other driven law firm owners who are just as committed to their success as you are. We believe that nothing beats working on your firm in person, so join us in Charlotte on July 15th and 16th. This is your chance to break through barriers, gain fresh perspectives, and accelerate your law firm's success. Visit MaxLawEvents.com for full event details and to grab your ticket today. Run your law firm the right way. way. This is the Maximum Liar Podcast. Maximum Liar Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Jimmy? Oh, Tyson, I always get a little nervous when we do Riverside. For some reason, it just popped up and said, we can't access your video, but then it's it's all stream and everything's good. So, you know, we've had lots of different formats. And I was watching a movie the other day, a wonderful movie called Past Lives. And it was set about 10 years ago. And it was all on Skype. The bunch of it was on Skype. And I was like, oh, man, I remember Skype. I remember those ringtones and everything we used to record maximum lawyer podcasts on some thing that oversat skype remember that yeah i do remember that it was a download onto my computer and if i did not remember to hit the record button then it would not record it and it was yeah we we recorded full episodes that never happened so they they were never released but yeah no i i do remember that ring i i couldn't like i couldn't do it right now for you yeah, do, that, do, do, yeah, that's what it is. Do, yeah. Do, do, do. Oh yeah, yep. I told. I do like that. They should bring that back. Uh, they <laughs> yeah. Talk about missing the boat, man. They were ahead of the game. That'd be a good ringtone. Yeah, they missed the boat completely. But all right, let's let's get to our our guest though this week. Our guest is Mark Lopez, a fellow Gildian who's awesome. He's a criminal defense and personal injury attorney dedicated to obtaining exceptional results for clients. I love that bio. Very short and sweet. Mark, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like I'm with like celebrities. So if I'm blushing, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to, I'm happy to be here. Thank you guys. We should have had you on a long time ago, Mark. It's good to see you. Tell everybody about your firm, about the kinds of law that you practice and sort of what your firm setup is like. We are in Indianapolis and we practice in central Indiana for criminal defense and we are statewide for personal injury. I am one of seven attorneys at the firm and I don't, I know everyone said they love their job. I literally love coming to work. I love being a lawyer. I think this is the coolest job in the world. We get to mess with the government, mess with insurance companies. I think this literally, I wake up in the morning and I am excited to be here. I'm often one of the first people here and I'm usually the last one to leave. And it's not because there's so much work and it's miserable. 
I just love being a lawyer, and I don't know. I just love helping people. I love getting money from insurance companies. So that's a very simple existence. Where, where do you think that passion comes from? Because you obviously have a lot of passion for it. So like, where do you think that that, that originates? You know, it's, it's, I think about that a lot because my dad was a police officer. And so part of me thinks maybe I'm getting back at him in some capacity. But I know and I, I, I very remember for insurance stuff, it sounds so silly, but in college I had no money and I bought these giant speakers from Best Buy and I bought their insurance. And I remember I went about a month and a half later, hey, they weren't working. I had the insurance and they just blew me off. And like this, like this little ball of anger towards Best Buy insurance has just festered into this giant, I don't know, that's, I mean, that's, that's where that comes from. With the criminal offense, I'm not quite sure, because my best friend's a cop, so I'm not anti-police in any capacity, unless when they're lying, you know. Mark, some of our members struggle with hiring an associate, and I'm wondering, what were the mental thought processes that you used when you decided to expand the number of lawyers you had in your firm from just beyond you. And I will tell you this. The only reason I feel qualified to give any advice on this is because I've done it wrong so many times. And so, you know, my first associate, I hired him with the idea that he would help me with legal work, but I also wanted him to generate legal work. And so I would get so incredibly frustrated because he wasn't doing both. And it was only when I made that jump for the third associate when I was like, okay, this guy, he has no new business requirements I just need him to help with the legal work. And then when I did it like that, and that's what I've been doing since for everybody else, you know, have an idea of what you want them to do because it's, it's not fair to the person you hire to be like, hey, I want you to do this, this, and this. All the things that I was struggling to do, hey, you do it too. So if you have more work than you need and you can't get that work to a paralegal, criminal offense, you're just in court so much. You just can't avoid the court. But if you can't have a paralegal do it, then get an attorney. And when I was starting to do NPSs, the clients would sit right back at the end of the case saying, hey, we want more attorney contact. We want more attorney contact. And so that was my cue that I needed to make it happen. And so any mental roadblocks that they weren't going to do it like me or they weren't going to be as good as me, I got rid of them because I got to give the client what they want. All right. So let's use some of your mistakes then, Mark. Let's let's figure out how you're able to get to where you are now when it comes to you being one of the seven attorneys. So if you were to give the, you know, how long have you, have you been practicing? How long have you owned your firm? I've had this firm since 2009, attorney since 2006. So that's plenty of time to make lots of mistakes. Yeah. So let's go back to the 2006 self, right? What advice would you give to the 2006 Mark Lopez when it comes to here's what you need to do when it comes to hiring attorneys. These are the things you should and shouldn't do. So 2006 Mark was still working at a law firm. So I'm going to jump to 2009. I opened this law firm. You know, don't hire people that are just like you because they're going to have the same, they're going to have the same downfalls as you. So my first associate still works with me. He's my partner now. He's very similar to me. And a lot of the things that drive him crazy when I ask myself, why am I so mad at them? And it's usually like, oh, I'm irritated about that with myself as well. So I don't know if I'm answering your question, Tyson. Do you want more specific? I want to make sure I give you what you want. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. No, I, I, I think what if if I if I were a listener, I'd want to hear. Okay, so like, what are some like do's and don'ts when it comes to like like we were just earlier we we're talking to Kevin Cheney about like bonuses and things like that. So do you have any advice on, you know, pay structures, hours, how do you divvy up the work? I mean, any advice that you have, I think would be, would be helpful to people. 
So regarding like bonuses, we do quarterly bonuses and I love the quarterly bonus just because I feel like it's easier for me to keep track of KPI. Like I'm, you know, my Colby is, I think like four or nine, four, 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 nine, three or something. So I don't like having to like do 12 months of reviewing KPIs, but we do quarterly bonuses and every attorney here has numerous ways to earn bonuses. Hitting KPIs, every attorney here also has their own tracking phone number that they can, it's on their card and they can leave it at places and friends and family have that. And it's very obvious when a call comes to that number. So they get a bonus based on those numbers, the, the people that call from them. If they've handled the case, they, a lot of the people call for Mark Lopez, but if they handle that client and the client has a subsequent matter or that client refers the firm somebody after that case is done, they get a bonus on that. So I want to try to make it like, I'll just be very honest with you guys. If I knew January 1st exactly how much money I was going to make for the year, I think I would be depressed. I think that would be very sad for me, unless it was like, you know, a billion dollars or something. But I like the idea that my work can generate further business. So regarding bonuses, I love to have like little things out there that they can they can really stack up. And um, I met with one of my associates last week for lunch, and I was kind of breaking it down for him. And it's just fun. I don't know. I, I love I love paying people because I, when I'm paying people, that means I'm getting paid too. And so another question you had hours for the attorneys, it's self-regulating. We have like a master call log. And if I see a certain attorney's clients are calling upset, they're not calling back or whatnot. You're not working hard enough. But we try not to be on them too much because criminal defense, we're driving to different counties. Some of us are taking calls on the weekend. So I'm not going to get mad at somebody that skips out at maybe 4 o'clock on a Friday or takes a three-hour lunch in the middle of a Tuesday. Does that make sense? Mark, talk to us what it's like having two different practice areas. How do the two coexist? It's It's been a big challenge. So we did this in 2020. Before that, I was primarily criminal defense. I always had one or two injury cases floating around and when I started as a lawyer, I worked for a personal injury attorney here in Indianapolis, and he had a pretty big operation. So I, I knew how to do that. But after two years of working for him, and I still had to take every single settlement up to him to get approved. And so I kid you not, he would grab the case. Hey, you did a great job. Let me make, make a quick phone call. He'd call them up and get 10, 15 more thousand dollars. And I literally was just, one day I sat down and I said, hey, I, I want this. I want to be able to get more money per case. And he looked me in the eye and he's like, hey, you have to do trials. He's like, once you start doing trials, you will start getting better results. And I, I bet he wished he never told me that because I quit the next month and I went to the prosecutor's office because, I mean, I've been there for two years and I had two jury trials. And it wasn't for lack of wanting. It was just, I feel like in civil litigation, there's not that many opportunities, or at least not as criminal. And then with criminal a lot of jury trials in the prosecutor's office, a lot of trials in general. And so I feel like I'm rambling. What was the actual question, Jim? How do you have personal injury and criminal work together? So 2009, I started my law firm and then always maintained friendships with injury attorneys. And then 2020, one of my good friends, Jamison Allen, he expressed a desire to leave his current firm and we were going to just join up. And my game plan was to use the marketing skills and my name to try to help him get cases. And it's definitely been a challenge. There's more, like, you know, you pay $25 for a pay-per-click for a relatively good DUI lead. It's like 115 $120 for a personal injury lead. And then they call you, oh, I'm not hurt. My car is just messed up. And I could you could just see money evaporate. So it's been a definite challenge combining the practices. I'm very lucky I've known the guy who's my injury partner who handles most of that the actual substantive legal work. I've known him since 2004. 
So there's a lot of trust I have with him. I won't lie. Sometimes I'll be listening to things and I'll be like, man, it'd be a lot easier just to focus on one or the other. But it really is kind of for me who, you know, attention, I enjoy my attention being drawn in different areas. It's kind of fun to do different areas of law, like making slip and fall videos than making a domestic violence video. So it's, it's hard work, Jim. That's the real answer. If you were to give up one of the practice areas, so whether it's criminal defense or personal injury and just focus on one of them, which, which of those would you, would you give up and why? You know, that, that's, it's a scary question. They both fulfill so many things for me and the, the passions I have regarding the law enforcement and insurance companies. Right now, I feel like I've been almost, I've been doing criminal offense for a long time. So when I wake up in the morning, sometimes I have better marketing ideas. I'm more passionate about making the injury marketing as opposed to the criminal. But I do love both. And it sounds like I'm serving two masters. You know, you shouldn't do that. But, you know, Tyson, you had a, I listened to a lot of Max Guild, I listened to a lot of Max Guild podcasts. And we have the, you know, the, we have those really cool weekend ones where it's just a guild. And Tyson, you made a comment that you have a particularly good ability to persuade in court. And you, you weren't bragging. It was just kind of talking. And you're just like, hey, I, you know, I, I'm just really good in person. I don't necessarily like Zoom because I'm really effective in person. And when you said that, I literally smiled. And I, I, I owe so much to courtroom presence. I owe so much to anything I do in the courtroom. The fact that I've been a criminal defense attorney, I've done so many jury trials. When you get to court, you're not scared you're not hesitant to say things that maybe other attorneys are like, you can't say that. Man, I've asked for a bond on someone that's got her fourth DUI and got another DUI while you let him out last time, judge. And look at the judge in the face. I need this guy out, judge. You got Christmas. If you ask for crazy things in criminal and you go to civil, yeah, I want $2 million. That sounds outrageous. It's not outrageous. Asking for a bond on a fourth DUI when they on probation for you, that's outrageous. So when you said that, man, I... I'm not, I'm not trying to speak for you, but I literally, I knew where you were coming from. The fact that you have been in criminal court, the fact that you were doing that, that's made you a better and amazing injury attorney. I mean, I'm sure you've put those two dots together before, but I love criminal defense, man. I love it. I love the nonsense things we have to deal with. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there's being in. Are you tired of the marketing guessing game? Does your website feel more like a digital billboard than a client magnet? If you're nodding along, you're not alone. And it's time to stop the uncertainty and start getting real results. Let's talk about your marketing spend. Are you just shelling out money every month and crossing your fingers? Do you ever wonder what impact your marketing is really having on your revenue? Well, it's time to take the guesswork out of the equation with Rise Up Media. We've been working with them for over a year and the feedback from our fellow members has been fantastic. Rise Up Media is here to take your marketing to the next level. They'll even perform a full audit of your online presence, giving you the good, the bad, and even let you in on what your competition is up to that you're missing out on. And the best part, there's no obligation, no catch, no pressure. If you decide to work with them, their contracts are month to month. That's right. No long-term commitments tying you down. So, what are you waiting for? To learn more about how Rise Up Media can transform your firms, visit riseupmedia.com forward slash maxlaw and rise is spelled with a Z. Riseupmedia.com forward slash maxlaw. And because you're just, you're just inundated with it. It's, it's a constant, I mean, it's, it's like, kind of like when you're learning a religion, I guess, or not religion, a language, like the immersion, like the immersion is the best way of learning a new, a new language is they just be immersed. It's like same thing with court, like being immersed with it. And the best way of doing it is just being, doing criminal defense. So I, I don't know if I can give one up. I'm sorry, but I, sometimes I wake up more passionate about injury 
for marketing at least. Is there much overlap? Is there cross-references from one to the other? There, there are. It, it, it bites both ways. So we do get some referrals from injury. From We do get some injury referrals from our former criminal clients. We do a good job following up with them. Just, hey, birthday cards, newsletters, emails. But we also find that sometimes they call with absolute nonsense. And because they're former clients, we do spend maybe a little bit more time than we would just explaining to them, hey, this isn't a, a viable case. Here's why. We all, we're never rude on the phone. But if I don't know somebody and they just wasted $125 click, hey, man, I, I can't help out with that. I'm sorry. But if they're a former client, you know, I've seen them in court and they sent us cases. There's a certain way you have to be more graceful about it. So I have loved the, the cross references, but it does take some time to build and also maintain. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask this in another way. I'm going to try to <laughs> pin you down. The If you were to give up one, which one would make you the most money and make you the happiest? That's a, that's a, that's a very interesting question. And the reason why I see a lot of future in injury is there's more dollars per case. So we're talking a pure business perspective. I love my, I love my criminal cases, but when somebody calls me just hypothetically, if I have 10 criminal cases, I know each one of those is worth $4,000. And so there's no outlier. That doesn't happen. If you take 10 injury cases, maybe eight of those are going to be $8,000 cases. But we have seen where these outliers are. All of a sudden, you a case hired you. You thought it was good. All of a sudden, there's a $300,000 max policy offer. So if I had to be the only one doing the law, I was going to court every day. I was the only one answering the phones. Thank God I'm not. I would probably focus on personal injury just because... It's a lot of work. It's a lot of handholding, but just the sheer numbers, you don't need to accomplish those same numbers to pay for seven attorneys and 20 support staff. You could do it with a lot less people. So it probably would make me happier with the most money and pushing me hard here. Yeah, no, I get that too. Yeah, I, I get that too. And I, I wonder if your experience is like this too, where my highest, like the highest moments as a lawyer was probably doing criminal defense. But my absolute lowest moments as a lawyer was doing criminal defense because it like you're, the highs and the lows are so extreme. And it's the same. I think it's the same way with, with money too when it comes to criminal defense. But it was, it was, there was definitely some extremes when it comes to that. I had no gray hair until I was walking back from a murder verdict, walking to a murder verdict. And I, 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 we, I we ended up winning, but that walk between my office and the courthouse, I just felt them grow. I was like, this is, yeah, man. So the stress is insane. And then Tyson, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I've helped out on a few jury trials on the injury side. The injury jury trials and criminal defense is like a no holds bar. Everyone's mad at you. I feel like, you know, most criminal defense attorneys feel like the judge doesn't really like you either. Everyone's mad. Everyone's fighting, objecting. I mean, you're sweating. Every hour in a criminal jury trial is like 10. We did a civil jury trial. And I'm not saying it was easy, but most of the witnesses were recorded. Everyone's super nice. Opposing counsel brought us coffee. I was like, no, man, when do we attack? When do we go crazy? And they're like, no, nah, man, just, just chill out. Good day, everyone. I was like, these guys have been the biggest jerks pre-litigation, and now everyone's nice. Whereas with criminal offense, I feel like before the jury trial, everyone's just, hey, man, what do we got to do to get this case done? Hey, man, that's not... It's just so funny. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm excited to do more jury trials on the civil side because they're not the stress is not as crazy. I mean, people's lives and people hurt, and there's never enough money. I get that, but the actual minute is not there. 
Do you notice anything like that? Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. It's it's a different world for sure. Here's my question: When you get to work first thing in the morning, you're there ahead of everybody else, and when everybody's gone at the end of the day, how are you spending those bookends of your day? How do you spend that quiet time when no one else is in the building? That's my favorite time as a law firm owner in the building. How do you spend that time? The morning is just on the way to work. I use the Otter AI app. I don't have the phone in my hands, not allowed in Indiana, but I have the app and I'm just talking and I'm just shooting ideas. Usually they're marketing ideas. Usually there's ways to improve client satisfaction, but I just talk. It's a 15 minute drive. I get to the office, press the stop button. I get up to my office. I actually import that in the chat GPT and I say, Hey, give me some actionable items from this, this dictation. And I'll kind of just kind of go through ideas like that. And I just, I, I love the quiet time when I'm just me by myself. A lot of that spent on just process improvement, marketing ideas, just trying to get ahead of my day. It used to be like I'd be here the only one before an hour. Then we started getting people who got here earlier too. And then we have quite a little crew here that's super early, but we all kind of agree we're here because we want to be, we love each other. We want to be separate. But I, I do love those times, Jim. And I just, I used to be typing everything out and just writing stuff down now, Otter and Chat GPT. I'm just flux of ideas. And it's just, the quiet time is wonderful. I love it. Yeah. I think. Those like my favorite times or even coming in on a Saturday or a Sunday. It's like, it's, you know, it's complete, you know, quiet. You're not going to get interrupted. It's pretty nice, but all right, Mark, we are getting up against time. So we want to respect your time. Uh, so I'm going to start to wrap things up before I do. I just want to remind everyone to join us in the big Facebook group. Just search maximum lawyer and you'll be able to find us there. And then also give Jimmy and myself a follow on, on X. Jim's been posting quite a bit there and he posts a lot on LinkedIn too, but we've been posting a lot more on LinkedIn too, but give us a follow. I'm at at Lawyer Tyson. Jim, what's your handle on, on X? Jim Hacking. Jim Hacking. At Jim Hacking. Very, very good. And then if you want to you know, join us in the guild, that'd be great. A lot of great people like Mark Lopez in the guild. Go to maxlawguild.com. And we would love it if you would give us a five-star review. If you get something from this podcast, it helps spread the love to other attorneys all across the country. Jimmy, what is your hack of the week. I have a book that I've been putting off reading for, and, and there's a, the, when I tell you the title of the book, you'll know why I put off reading it. And it's 10 X is easier than two X by Dan Sullivan and Ben Hardy. I've, I, I have to be careful with how much time I spend thinking about the glorious future. So I wanted to be in a place where I was ready to listen to this book and read this book while grounded in where we currently are. So it's, it's, it's great the discussions as to how people sort of shed the things that got them to one success level so that they could get to a new level of success is eye-opening. And th these are the same pair that did the Who Not How book. So I know a lot of our members listened to that or read that. And, and this sort of builds on that because it's about sort of reinventing yourself when you need to get to a new level. I can, well, I can't wait to read that one. That's I'll, I'll put it on my sh on my long list of books that I want to get to. But let me know if I need to move that, bump that one up the list because I, I I do like the sound of that one. So very cool. All right, I'm not going to screw this one up. Mark, <laughs> what is your tip or hack of the week? Tip of the hack of the week is a book as well. It's influenced by Robert Cialdini. I know we've all talked about this, but if you are a law firm owner, if you are in charge of marketing, if you are helping writing copy or anything like that, please get that book. The most recent edition is May 2021. And every time I read that, and it's always around my office, I don't have it here right now, of course, but every time I look at it, I just find a new idea. And we've been asking people for reviews and we've been using that phrase, do you find yourself to be a helpful person? 
everyone says yes, and then ask them, okay, it would be helpful for us to get a review. And we have actually increased our close percentage on reviews, which I'm like, this is like a mind hack. So Robert Cialdini influence, get the most recent one. Like, it is too funny. Thanks for having me, guys. You just you just aggravated the hell out of me because like that's so true. I need to go back and read that book because I love that book and that's such a good good hack. That's fantastic. That's great. All right, so let me give my tip of the week and then I'm going to ask Mark how people can get in touch with you. But so mine is I was getting a little behind on my email, probably an understatement, but we I I, I thought of this idea and it's actually pretty effective. Is so if you if this this works for people that are Gmail users, so if you've got Google Work workspace, whatever it's called. So if you create, you set up multiple inboxes. So you go in, you go into your current inbox and you mark, you label all of your current emails and I'm, I label them emails to sort. And then I archive all of, all of them. And then I created multiple inboxes inside of the settings. And then I created a, like in just section one is just, it's called sort. And so I've got a clean inbox on the left side, but on my right side, it's the emails that we need to go through. And so we can go through kind of one by one, but then all the new emails, we're able to address those as they come in, clear the inbox, and then get to the other ones. So Elizabeth has been working on the other other column and you know, getting through, and she's been working on it for a while, getting it organized. But so that's my, my, my tip is to, if you, if you want to get control of your inbox, but you're, you're sort of out of control at this point, do that. It's really, really helpful because it, it, it allows you to have that clear inbox address those, get rid of them, and then move on to the next ones that, as you can get to them. So it's pretty, it's been pretty helpful for me. So that is my tip of the week. Mark, how do people get in touch with you if they want to reach out to you? I'll go email me, Mark with a C at marklopezlaw.com. You can give us a call, 317-632-3642. The numbers answered 24-7. And that can be answered by me, but I will get your message and I can give you a call back. Again, Mark Lopez, Mark with a C. Love it. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate your time. Appreciate all your, all your insights. Thanks, buddy. That was great. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, more content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. Maximum Have a great week and catch you next time.